Hello, this is Robert. Welcome to my podcast. Stana Luxford Odie is the senior conservation educator with the Cataraqui Region Conservation Authority, and she's accredited as a guide with the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy Guides. Stana leads groups of people into the forest to help them connect in a deep and meaningful way, to open up and experience all of their senses, and to experience themselves in close relationship with life in the forest, with others, and with their own innermost feelings, feelings that might be spoken aloud when the time is right, or held in a kind of sacred space in silence. An important part of this kind of therapy is slowing down to be fully present to time and place, to listen and to feel heard. A lot of people don't feel heard these days, Stana says. I caught up with Stana just as she was ending a forest therapy walk at the Little Cataraqui Creek Conservation Area, just north of Kingston, Ontario. Here are some excerpts from our conversation about what a forest therapy walk feels like for her and why it matters. A forest therapy walk, the intention is to help people get out of their heads and into your bodies, into your senses. And just opening ourselves up to whatever the forest is offering. Just be still and be, yeah, be with another being. Sometimes also people kind of say, oh, is it meditation or is it mindfulness? And we don't like to use those terms because then people start efforting and they'll get in their heads because they think, oh, this is what mindfulness is and this is what meditation is. We just want people to be and let whatever is going to unfold, just unfold, just let it happen not hold on to the, whatever expectations they have. So. so the aim with a forest therapy walk is to just really slow down, get into our senses, and then once we're there, once we're in those senses, once we've really slowed down, really allows people to kind of open up into like a sense of timelessness and basically go on a journey. It's as a guide, we're, it's, it's a journey that, that we're taking, that we're guiding people on. And they really get whatever they need, whatever healing, whatever relationship that they need, the forest will offer that. And as a guide, I'm there to open the doors. So we often say the forest is the therapist, and then the guide opens the doors, and the doors are basically the doorway to the senses and just opening ourselves up to whatever the forest is offering. You find a space in the forest, not far, we're together. Some guides like to keep everyone in a circle. I really like to invite people to find a tree or a rock or something to help them ground, but they're invited to find a being and just kind of make sure they feel comfortable. And then when it feels right, they can close their eyes. And I close my eyes with them and I'm, I'm noticing the breeze. So I'll, I'll call in the breeze and, and bring that, our attention to that and just the different sounds and the symphonies. It's a question of noticing what's emotion. And that'll really slow people down. After each invitation, so after that first, the, going through the pleasures of presence, there's an opportunity to share. What are you noticing is often the prompt. And it really allows people that opportunity to be hurt. A lot of people aren't hurt these days. 
and, and to hold space and hear others. As guides, we really encourage that silence is just as powerful as your words. Often in the beginning, I find people just say they're noticing just an opening, feeling more relaxed. You will get people that are sharing wisdom that's coming from them, from the plants, the animals, the wind. I remember this elderly gentleman saying how, how held he felt by the earth, you know, just how supported he felt. Um, I know some people, you know, just feeling that their heart has just kind of opened up completely. Just in a general sense, I really feel like these layers get stripped away and it just they keep, continue to kind of get stripped away. And by the end, when we're sitting around, we end the, the journey. So we have that threshold of incorporation by drinking tea. And we drink tea forged from the land. So we're taking in the land around us. And, and we'll, have, we'll share food as well. And that will be an opportunity if they want to share what, what they need to feel complete. That's welcome as well. Often grief will come up, so tears will, will be shed, and no one's trying to fix anything. You know, we're just, it's pretty set up with people that's just like everything's welcome, and we're just honored if, if people, whatever, whatever they, they share, a lot of people will apologize and everything, and we just, as guys, just remind everyone, yeah, it's, it's an honor to just be here with you bring people out to this and how when you start to allow them that opportunity to open up and shed those layers you don't feel alone in the world and so many people feel alone it's like once there's that that opening to realize oh these are you know these are all my kin they're all here and we we can be with each other you're suddenly not alone and you can be heard and felt in a different way and that's pretty it's pretty powerful, I find, for myself, but also the people that I bring out on these walks, too. It is powerful to have that kind of close connection to the forest and its life. In addition to the personal benefits it can provide to individuals, imagine how having more of that kind of direct experience might help solve the environmental problems in our world today. If we could all just feel a little closer to the forest and catch a feeling of its deep connections to us... I believe that our cultural relationship to the environment would change. In this way, forest therapy offers a kind of cultural repair and healing. And Stana believes that too, of course. And that's probably a good topic for another podcast. For more information about Stana, Luxford, Odie, and forest therapy, please visit crca.ca slash education slash forest therapy or www.natureandforesttherapy.org. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to share your comments with me about this podcast on robertmundle.com, and I'll be back next time with a new episode of What It Feels Like and Why It Matters.